0: On today's episode, the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs have officially begun. I'll be briefly going through each series, and we'll talk about who I think is going to be taking home the Stanley Cup this year. I'll also be getting into some Blackhawks news with a couple of quick coaching changes being made over the weekend, plus the Rockford Icehawks being set to kick off their first-round series with the Texas Stars tomorrow night. All that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Tuesday, May 3rd. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And if you're listening to the audio version of today's episode and you like what you're hearing, then please go and show some support first by going and following the podcast. It'll only take a quick couple of seconds. Literally just a quick click of the button will help me out tremendously. Go and leave the show five stars if you like what you're hearing today as well. And if you're tuning in through Apple Podcasts or through Spotify, and feel free to leave me a review as well. I always greatly appreciate getting some feedback from my terrific listeners out there. And best of all, it's hundred percent for free wherever you may be listening to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. It's all hundred percent for free. And if you go and follow the show right now. And you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And if you're not already watching the video version of today's episode, then definitely be sure to go and check out Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube because if you haven't gotten the memo already somehow, each and every episode moving forward across the Lockdown Podcast Network is going to have a video version attached to it as well. So if you haven't done so yet, please, please, please go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube. Go and smash the like button for me as well, and be sure to turn on those push notifications so you can be notified when the episode gets uploaded to YouTube each and every day. All right, good afternoon, everyone. As always, thank you all for tuning into another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks and for making the show your first listen here to start off your day. Real quick, before I get into the good stuff today, folks, I got to remind you all that today's episode is sponsored by Bet Online, which is both the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and Vegas casino games here in 2022. Bet Online, where the game begins. All right, to open things up on the show here this afternoon, folks, let's get into a quick breakdown of the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs, the best time of the year is finally here. Obviously, all the playoffs got uh, underway last night with the first four uh, series that were in action. Uh, and I did tweet out all of my picks throughout the first round. I also um, listed my Stanley Cup matchup this year and who I think will be taking home the Stanley Cup, which is um, not a very fun pick. I do believe that despite what we saw last night, I do still think Tampa Bay is the deepest team in the entire NHL. And maybe more importantly than that, they have the best goaltender in the world, the guy who, you know, shuts out every game seven, it seems like. Uh, He's the best goaltender in the world. And in the Stanley Cup playoffs, nothing is more important than goaltending. If you don't get good goaltending, then you absolutely don't stand a chance. The Lightning, no, they're more than likely going to get that with Andre Vasilevsky again, despite what we saw last night. Uh, so I do believe the Tampa Bay lightning are going to be the three time Stanley cup champions, which it's tough for me to pick anyone else because they're just such a deep team. I know it's not fun. Uh, and in such a deep year, really anyone could take home the cup. I don't think there's very many teams out there that, that people are writing off already because it's it's just so deep in both conferences. So, getting into some of the first round matchups though, uh, I'll start out with the Eastern Conference first round series. I'll just begin with the Lightning and Leafs. Uh, I did pick Tampa Bay to win this this series in 7 games. I believe it uh, might have been 6. Yeah, I did I picked the Lightning in 6. So, uh not off to a hot start there losing 5-nothing last night. Austin Matthews potted two goals. Mitch Marner finally broke his playoff goal scoring drought and it was a pretty a uh, lopsided affair out in uh, up in Toronto, I should say. The crowd was absolutely buzzing. They got a ton of pressure on them. Obviously, Toronto hasn't won a first round series in twenty something odd years, uh, and that's one heck of a matchup to kick off their playoff, uh, their their postseason, going up against the back to back defending Stanley Cup champion Lightning. I do think Tampa Bay is still going to prevail in six games, but like I said. Uh, it's probably going to be a little bit more difficult for them to get it done in six, considering what we saw in the opening meeting last night. Uh, and then the second first-round series, the Boston Bruins and the Carolina Hurricanes. I did get, go with the Bruins here in seven games. I've just thought, especially with Freddie Anderson slated to miss at least the first two games of this series here, I just thought Boston, they have they have a little bit of a goaltending uh dilemma on their own hands, whether they are going to go with Linus Olmark or Jeremy Swayman. Uh, But I just thought they're a deeper team. They got tons of experience. Carolina just hasn't been really able to get over that hump in the playoffs so far. The Bruins have a ton of veterans who have been there and done that. Obviously, Patrice Bergeron is one of the greatest two-way players that, that we've seen in recent years. I just like the Bruins' depth a little bit more than Carolina's, even though. Uh, the Hurricanes are a very good defensive team. I was a little sketched out with Antti Ranta missing the first game, first couple games of this series. So I ultimately did go with the Bruins in seven. Uh, But what a performance from the Canes last night on home ice. Uh, They did get outshot by a a pretty decent margin, but got to give a tip of the cap to former Blackhawk Antti Ranta for standing on his head there with Anderson being out and uh, picking up a victory in his first career playoff start. So that put the Hurricanes up one nothing in the series, but I do have the Bruins winning this one in 7. I also didn't get off to a very hot start last night. All of the teams that I picked to win their series ended up losing. Uh, But the other two Eastern Conference series that we're going to see kick off later this evening, first with the Pittsburgh Penguins and the New York Rangers. I think Igor Shosturkin doesn't have any playoff experience, but what a year he put together, and he could be the MVP of the league when it's all said and done. Uh he's been nothing short of outstanding and uh put up some actually insane numbers this year for New York. So uh I give them the edge in goaltending there. And I also thought that Pittsburgh kind of faded a little bit down the stretch of the season. They weren't heading into the playoffs on top of their game or playing the right type of hockey. So I did go with the New York Rangers in six. I'm excited to see uh, that series kick off here in just a couple hours. And then the last series I have in the first round, uh the last first round series out east, I should say. Between the Washington Capitals and the Florida Panthers. I got Florida in six. I think they're an outstanding team. I'm just a little bit concerned about Sergei Bobrovsky. That's really the only reason why I didn't have them winning the Stanley Cup. I think Florida is, especially offensively, I don't need to talk about them that too much uh, because they just put up unbelievable numbers this season. I don't think Washington can match up with the pace that they like to play. Uh, I went with the Florida Panthers in six. I do think the Capitals are going to win a couple of games though. Moving out to the Western Conference last night, we saw the Blues and the Wild kick off what should be an unbelievable series. Both those teams were absolutely on fire heading into the playoffs. I did pick the Minnesota Wild in seven, but I did add on Twitter when I posted out my picks that this one was a little bit wishful on my half because I really do think the St. Louis Blues are going to win this series. Their power play last night was just unbelievable. David Perron, I believe, with three power play goals for the hat trick. They're second in the NHL coming into the postseason, and they just got a ton of depth and a lot of guys who were still a part of that team when they won the Cup in 2019. So I do think the Blues are going to win this first-round series, but I picked Minnesota in seven because for us Blackhawks fans, we need the Wild to at least make the Western Conference Final and for Marc-Andre Fleury to pick up four of those eight victories in order to for that conditional second round pick that we received from the wild in exchange for flurry at the deadline to become a first. So a little bit wishful on my end there, uh, but either way that should be a very entertaining series. And uh, I really do hope it's one that goes seven games because uh, I, I think it's going to be probably the most entertaining first round series. In my opinion, both those teams, as I said, have just been on a tear here recently. And even though Minnesota got blanked four to nothing last night, they put up a lot of, they had a lot of good scoring opportunities. Just got to give credit to Billy Husso uh, in his first Stanley Cup playoff start for pitching a shutout and standing on top of his head to keep the wild off the board. Uh, if he keeps doing that, I don't know if it's going to reach seven, but I, I am hopeful and uh, also wishful that Minnesota is going to be able to bump that second round pick up to a first for our Blackhawks. The other Western Conference series that kicked off last night was the Los Angeles Kings and the Edmonton Oilers, which... Um, I think a lot of people out there are picking the Oilers to get the job done. Uh, I have them winning that series in five games. But of course, the Kings took game one last night. They stole it out in Edmonton. Uh, And I just feel like finally, when Jay Woodcroft came in after actually uh, Dave Tippett had his last game, uh, as the Oilers head coach come against the Chicago Blackhawks, that's that's when you know things weren't working out too well. When the Blackhawks beat you on home ice, they go, hey, Dave, we, we got to get you out of here, bud. But ever since Jay Woodcroft has stepped onto the scene, they've been a completely different team and they look a little bit more inspired. And I just felt like this was, I think a lot of people felt like this was probably an ideal first round series for Edmonton to finally get over that hump and maybe go on a run for the first time, really, since Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl have, Uh, stepped onto the scene and been a couple of the most dominant players in the entire NHL. I felt like this was uh, kind of a a best-case scenario for them in the first round, taking on a Kings team that's without Drew Doughty. He's not going to play in the postseason due to an injury. They're a very young team, but they do have Jonathan Quick. Don't count out a team that has an experienced goaltender that's, you know, capable of standing on his head whenever. And Quick obviously was a big part of the two Stanley Cups that the Kings won in Uh, I believe it was 2012 and 2014, uh, and they stole game one. So maybe it's not going to be such an easy series like a lot of us thought for the Edmonton Oilers, but I do have Edmonton still winning that one. I'm just not so sure it's going to happen in five games. The two other Western Conference series that are going to kick off tonight, first at 8.30, we have the Nashville Predators and the Colorado Avalanche. I have the Avs in five. It could even be four because UC Saros, who backstopped the Predators all year long, has been nothing short of outstanding really for the, the past couple of years now. He's not going to be playing for at least game one or game two. So uh, even with him healthy in that, I, I wasn't really sure that the Preds would be able to stand the chance. So I'm going with the Avalanche in five. And then the last series, the Dallas Stars and the Calgary Flames. I do think the, the Stars are a little bit scary a scarier of a team than they get credit for don't forget they made the stanley cup final just a couple of years ago and put together an incredible postseason run but i just think the flames are a much deeper team they're getting unreal production out of johnny gaudreau on that top line right now they got some depth in that forward group they have solid big defensive defensemen that's kind of the the guys you want on the blue line come stanley cup playoff time It kind of makes me think back to the st louis blues a few years ago when they took the cup home Just a lot of physical and rugged defensemen. That's kind of what the Calgary Flames have. And then Jacob Markstrom put together a phenomenal year in net for them. I really like the Flames, and I honestly, I have them coming out of the Western Conference, taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Stanley Cup. So uh, I, I picked the Flames in six, but I also think Dallas could put up a really good fight. I just personally like the Flames a little bit more. Um, So that's why I have them going all the way to the Stanley Cup final. Unfortunately, though, for them, falling a bit short uh, to the Tampa Bay Lightning. But as we all know, like I talked about already, none of my picks went well yesterday. And that's what makes the Stanley Cup playoffs uh, the best playoff in, in all professional sports because no one has any idea what's going to happen. There were a lot of upsets yesterday already. And I couldn't be more excited to see all the action transpire here over the next couple of months. All right, there is my brief breakdown of the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs. Coming up in just a minute, I will get into the Blackhawks making a couple of quick coaching changes over the weekend following their final game of the season on Friday out in Buffalo. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bet Online. It's that time of the year again, folks, as baseball season is finally upon us. And Bet Online has way more odds and info from game scores, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, fired manager, I should say, not a coach in baseball. I apologize. Either way, whatever you want to bet on, bet online remains your number one spot for all sports betting here in 2022. And it's not just baseball. From the NBA and NHL playoffs, esports, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online is both the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and Vegas casino games. Bet online, where the game begins. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Moving on into segment two now today. I also wanted to be sure to share some of my thoughts on the Blackhawks making a couple of coaching changes over the weekend as both Mark Crawford and Rob Cookson will officially not be coming back next season. And according to general manager, Kyle Davidson, who actually uh, spoke with the media here this afternoon, that's something I'm going to be taking a deeper dive into during tomorrow's show. So if you're interested in all of that, be sure to tune into tomorrow's episode, because I will be giving a full breakdown on GM Kyle Davidson's presser. Uh, But what Davidson said during his chat this afternoon regarding Crawford and Cookson. Uh, was that they were both let go just to kind of clear house for whoever the next head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks is going to be. And whether or not that is Derek King, it sounds like we're going to be having a decision sometime near the NHL draft in uh, mid to late July. But regardless of who ends up getting the job, it just seems like uh, Davidson wants whoever that may be to have the opportunity, a, a fresh opportunity to bring in whoever they want to be part of the coaching staff next season, which I certainly understand. Uh, But for Cookson, first, we didn't really ever know all that much about him, to be honest. I don't think he ever held a single media session or ever saw him really talking. I did see him at practice a bunch of times. But other than that, don't really know much about him. Um, But he was brought on in November to kind of provide a fresh perspective to the Blackhawks after everything that transpired in the first month or so. Um, he was actually the one who was coaching up the forward group for the Blackhawks uh, for the majority of the season once Jeremy Colleton was let go. Uh, But ultimately, the Hawks just decided not to extend his contract after it expired on Friday with the final game of the year. But then for Crawford, obviously, we certainly knew more about him um, compared to Cookson, at least. Uh, he, He was brought on way back in the summer of 2019 to be part of Jeremy Colleton's staff. He was an assistant uh, originally, but ended up being promoted to one of the associate coaches once Derek King was given the intern job. And King really kind of leaned on Crawford and his experience and his strategies. He's been a head coach and assistant coach for the last 25 years, most notably winning the Stanley Cup with the uh, as the head coach of the Colorado Avalanche back in 1996. So really, Kinger just kind of leaned on Crow and his experience, especially at practices, uh, it more so seemed like Crawford was the one running all the drills and whatnot. And he was certainly the one that would be the most vocal with the players and would kind of dog them. Uh, there were multiple times where I heard him screaming explicatives and getting on players cases at practice, uh, certainly the more intense of the coaches, you know, Derek King was known, uh, for being very laid back and being a guy's guy. Well, Crawford was kind of the opposite. Um, not to say that the players didn't like him, but he was very intense, very fiery. I was actually reading an article uh, from Phil Thompson, uh, who's a great Blackhawks beat reporter, uh, and Alec Regula in that um, in that column talked about how old school Mark Crawford is, which you know is part of what got him in trouble back in 2019 when he was suspended by the Blackhawks after allegations of him, I believe, kicking players on the bench, uh, not in his time with the Blackhawks, but back in his earlier days, he was suspended. He had to go to therapy. Uh, To his credit, though, there have been many players that have come out and said that, you know, he he spoke about hockey culture changing and wanting to be part of those changes. So uh, definitely um, tough to hear those comments from Crawford, uh, about Crawford and his past. Uh, But at least, you know, he was willing to make changes, understanding the situation that he was in and trying to better himself moving forward. Uh, Just seemed like he wasn't able to shake all of those old school habits with uh, the way that he was running practice. Not that there's anything wrong with getting on a player's case, because sometimes that's what you need to do, especially when the team is playing like absolute hot garbage. Uh, So Crawford was really the vocal coach of the Blackhawks in the second half of the season. He was also the one who was in charge of the defensemen and Obviously, for many reasons, um, that didn't go very well. The team ranked near the bottom of the NHL defensively this season. So um, it's really just, although, you know, Crawford is a very experienced coach, I don't think it's too surprising to see that neither him nor Rob Cookson are going to be coming back moving forward. The Blackhawks, it's just apparent that they're really trying to make changes all over the place, you know, new coaches for next season, regardless whether or not Derek Kings going to be the man calling the shots or if it's going to be someone else they want them to have that opportunity to bring in whoever that they feel comfortable surrounding them uh, the Blackhawks also you know made some changes up in the front office not only by bringing in Jeff Greenberg recently who is the former assistant general manager of the Chicago Cubs of course but they also let go of both Mark Kelly who was one of their lead scouts for quite a while and also uh assistant general manager Ryan Stewart too. So they've been making a bunch of moves here in the past couple of months and these were just a couple more necessary changes I feel like, you know, with the way things have gone over the past couple of years. It's just definitely time to get some get a fresh perspective and get some new sets of eyes looking over this organization. So I don't think it should be too surprising to anyone that uh, Rob Cookson and Mark Crawford, both the assistant coaches in the second half of the season uh, will not be returning for the Blackhawks next year. All right, there are my thoughts on the Hawks making a couple of coaching changes, a couple of more changes to their organization moving forward. Coming up in just a minute, I will get into the Rockford Ice Hawks getting set for their first round series with the Texas Stars. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Summer is coming, and you're going to need some food for being on the go. Well. Built Bar, are built bars are the perfect snack to take with you everywhere you go. Throw them into your backpack, throw them into your kids' backpacks, and make sure everyone has a bar to be fueled for their summer adventures. And the best part about Built Bars is that they're both delicious and healthy. So there's no more sacrificing delicious foods for health because with Built Bar you can have both. You can get the best of both worlds. And have you tried Built Bar Puffs yet? Because if not. And you're seriously missing out on one of the best-tasting protein bars on the market. And listen to these incredible flavors. They got banana cream pie, cinnamon churro. I mean, who wouldn't want a protein bar that tastes like a churro? And best of all, they're only 140 calories and have 17 grams or more of protein. So head on over to Built.com right now and be sure to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's built.com with the exclusive promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next built Bar order. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Getting into segment three now today before I wrap things up, I also wanted to be sure to discuss the Blackhawks' Minor league affiliate Rockford Ice Hogs being set to kick off their best of three first round series against the Texas Stars tomorrow. Unfortunately, the Hogs were not able to duck their way out of that three game play in series. They had an opportunity to do so with a win in their final game of the regular season against the Chicago Wolves, but ultimately fell in that one, losing three to two. So now they're going to be squaring off with Texas for game one. As I said, that's going to be tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Central Time, puck drop at BMO Harris Bank Center in Rockford, Illinois. Game two, all three of these games, by the way, are going to be in Rockford. Game two will come on Friday night at 7 p.m. Central Time. And then if game three is necessary, if it's needed, then that's going to occur on Saturday at six. But for the Ice Hogs, this is, and, and they're young players that are on the roster, this is an incredible opportunity to get some playoff experience and uh, to gain some knowledge of what it's like to play under pressure and in the most meaningful time of the year. And I know it's not the NHL playoffs, the AHL playoffs are not the same thing, but it's still an incredible experience and opportunity to know what it's like to play in these types of situations, to play when the emotions are up, when it's, you know, winner take all, when the intensity is high, the physicality, it's more physical than ever. I think, you know, that's such a crucial part for a bunch of players who are hoping, you know, to be a key part of this rebuild for the Blackhawks. Um, And another interesting part for Rockford in this series, one thing we do know is that forward Colton Dock and defenseman Nolan Allen, who are two of the top prospects, In the Blackhawks pipeline right now. Uh, They both were recently assigned to Rockford for the playoff run after each of their uh, junior clubs, the Kelowna Rockets for Colton Dock and then the Prince Albert Raiders for Nolan Allen. Both of those teams were eliminated in the first round of the WHL playoffs, putting their season to an end. So now Dock and Allen are going to maybe be getting their first little bit of AHL experience. But the reason I say that is because I'm really curious to see how Ice Hogs coach Anders Sorensen is going to utilize each of these two players uh, in this first round series with Texas, because obviously neither were here throughout the course of the regular season. They don't really have that chemistry with any of the other guys on the roster. So I really do wonder, you know, what kind of roles these two are going to be having if they do end up uh, cracking the lineup at any point throughout this series. It should be definitely something to keep an eye on for us Blackhawks fans. Um, and another quick note for the Ice Hogs is that while Alec Regula after uh, the Hawks, man, I, I've already forgot who their second last game of the season was. Everything's just out the window at this point. I don't remember. I don't want to remember anything from this nightmare uh, nightmare of a season for the Blackhawks. Um, but in after their second-to-last game of the year before making the trip out east to Buffalo, Alec Regula was reassigned back down to Rockford for this playoff run, while neither Alec Vla, Alex Vlasic nor Reese Johnson are going to be doing the same, and those were kind of the two players that were hovering, you know, um, with the potential to be sent down to Rockford for this postseason run. But I uh, ultimately, neither are going to be suiting up for the Hogs here in the playoffs. And uh, Kyle Davidson actually spoke about this for a little bit as well during his media session here too, mostly about Alex Vlasic, though. I don't think he brought up anything about Reese Johnson. Uh, But he said that the reason that Vlasic isn't going to be assigned to Rockford is because they want him to have a full offseason. They also don't want to risk an injury with him or anything that, you know, could affect his summer or affect the way that he heads into training camp next year. Uh, And also one thing to consider too is that even though Ian Mitchell has been dealing with an injury here and his status is in question for the first few games of the series, uh, even with that being the situation, Rockford does have a pretty full blue line at this point. So there probably wasn't even room for a guy like Vlasic, who, again, like Nolan Allen, hasn't been playing, and Colton Dock, hasn't been playing with the Ice Hogs all year, doesn't have that chemistry, even though he'd be you know, one of their best defensemen it's kind of a tough situation for him to come into. And he'd also have to be replacing a guy jumping into the lineup over a guy that worked with this team all year long. I don't know if that's what Andrew Sorensen wants to be doing at this point. Uh, So for a couple of different reasons, Vlasic and Reese Johnson are, are not going to be um, taking part in this playoff series for the ice hogs, but I'm definitely really excited to see how this is going to go and how a lot of these young players are going to fare given their first real postseason action like Lucas Reichel I'm so excited to see how he's going to play in the AHL playoffs and I know a lot of you listeners and fans out there are going to be enticed to watch the NHL playoffs instead of this but I really think you all should be tuning into the series between Rockford and Texas because just a ton of you know future players for the Blackhawks are going to be taking part of taking part in this series. Uh, so. It's going to be fun. I know it's not the NHL playoffs, but this is very meaningful for the Blackhawks moving forward. Whether, you know, you acknowledge that or not right now, there are a lot of players who are going to be coming up onto the NHL scene in the next handful of seasons that are going to be playing meaningful hockey for the first time in their young careers. So be sure to check out game one tomorrow of the series between Rockford and Texas at 7 p.m. Central time. And hopefully this will be just the beginning of a long and successful playoff run for the Rockford Ice Hogs, All right, folks, I think that is going to wrap up Tuesday, May 3rd's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you all again for tuning into the show and be sure to go and follow Locked Blackhawks wherever you're tuning into your podcast and be sure to go and subscribe to Locked On Blackhawks on YouTube and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, be sure to tune into the Lockdown NHL podcast to get info from every team that's taking part in the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's free and available on all platforms. So be sure to check out Lockdown NHL right now, wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at Jack Bushman2, or you could also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And for any questions regarding anything related to the Blackhawks or to the show, feel free to email lockdownblackhawks at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on any one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.